0: This mission is going to teach a stringency that applies to the impurity that a Zov has. And this is called evan Mesoma, which refers literally to a solid, very heavy rock. That if a Zov is, let's say, sitting on top of this very, very heavy rock, and underneath the very heavy rock, there is a particular object that is able to become Tomei. And it's an object that part of its purpose is to support the weight of a person, so it could become Tome via Tomas Midros when a Zov's weight is being supported by that item. And the point of this scenario is to show that even if the rock is extremely heavy, such that the weight of the Zov being on top of the rock is almost insignificant, because the rock is anyway extremely heavy, and in relation to that, the weight of the Zov is almost irrelevant, Nevertheless, we almost ignore the rock there, and we consider it to be that the weight of the person is being supported by the item that is underneath that very heavy rock. This is the concept called Even-Masoma. The Mishnah teaches a similar idea. esr Taliyah zol if there are ten cloaks Ten items of clothing, one pearl on top of the other. Yoshan al gabei ha if somebody slept on top of the highest one, not only is that one Tome, but Kulon Tomeis. All of them are Tome. And even if there are thousands of these cloaks piled one on top of the other, and even if there is a massive rock in between them, th- even the bottom one will become tomei, And it will be Tommy as an Al-Hatuma, Tumas Midros. Now the Mishnah brings the classic case that we have referred to and hinted to a couple of times already, where we consider the Zov's weight to be supported by an item, even if it's just being suspended indirectly by that item. So for example, has Zov kafmas nine if there is a Zov on one side of a giant balance scales umishkov and there is an item whose purpose is for a person to lie on or to sit on on the other side of the balance scales. Korahazov, if the Zov, his side goes downwards and it's the chair or the bed or whatever it may be on the other side that is higher up, then to they would remain pure. It's only if Koru Hain, if they go lower down, then we consider it to be that they are supporting the weight of the Zov. It's almost as if they are carrying the Zov and therefore Tomein. In that case, they would become Tommy with Tomas Midras. Rabbi Shimon, I Rabbi Shimon says, This is true if there is just one item, like a chair or a bed, on the other side. Then Tome would become Tome, because then it's considered to be that the majority or the entire weight of the Zov is being supported by that single bed, that single item. However, if there are multiple beds or chairs, items like that, in the balance scales opposite the Zov, then all of them would actually be Tohar pure. They would not become Tomei to midras because there isn't one of those items that we're able to consider to be carrying and supporting the majority of the Zov's weight, because it's split and distributed between all of them. The opinion of the Tanakama, the first opinion of the Mishnah, however, is that since the two items by themselves are not able to, so to speak, carry the Zov, and together they are able to, so that entire outcome that they managed to create of the Zov's weight being carried was done together because only as a result of the combination of the two beds or chairs, whatever it may be, was the Zov's weight carried and therefore it is associated with all of them and they would all become Tommy. Mission involved. Probably the most severe type of impurity that exists is that of a dead human body and there are many strict stringencies that apply specifically to this impurity. Nevertheless, this mission is going to show that there are certain stringencies that a Zov and the people who are in the category of a Zov and have identical impurity, the stringencies apply to them, and they do not apply to the impurity of a dead body. The whole idea of an item supporting the weight of the Zov, this is a concept of Thomas which applies to a Zov, and it does not apply to a dead body. Even if something is carrying and supporting the dead body, for it to become Tommy, it would need to carry the dead body. Not just that we have a situation where the dead body's weight is being supported by the item, but it must be that an action of carrying and supporting the weight is performed, and such an action is only relevant for a person. People can perform actions, they are considered to be carrying the dead body, and if a person carries a dead body they will become Tommy, or even just the part of a dead body. Objects don't perform an action of carrying. There's a situation where the Zov is situated and his weight is supported by the item. So this is a transfer of impurity that applies specifically to a zov. But for a dead body, the the dead body would need to be carried. An action of carrying would need to be done for the dead body to transfer its impurity. And for an action of carrying, that can only be done by a person who is alive. And because of this, If there is a zov on one side of the balance scales... And there is food and drink on the other side. Tomein, the food and drink would become Tomei, even in a case where the Zov is lower down, the side of the balance scales where the Zov is situated is lower down. So in that case, there's no trumas Midras. But even though there's no trumas Midras, there is Tumas Heset. Trumas Heset is when the movement and position of the Zov is affected by the other item. We're looking more at the outcome as opposed to the action, and that exists, and therefore the food and drink would become tome. However, if there was a dead body on one side of the balance scales and food and drink on the other side, uva meis, with regards to a dead body, hakol tohar, the food and drink would remain pure, because the food and drink obviously are not performing any action, and so they don't become Tommy from the dead body. Unless it's a person who is alive who's on the other side of the balance scales, because then we're able to associate an action to to the person. He is affecting the position and the movement of the dead body on the other side of the balance scales. But if it's an inanimate object, then the only way for it to become Tome from a dead body would be either if it touches the dead body or if it's in the same room as the dead body or directly above or directly below the dead body. We'll see later on in the Mishnah how exactly the impurity of the dead body can be transferred to objects. But the idea of Tumas Midros and Tumas Heset, if the if an item causes the Zov to move, or if it supports the weight of a Zov, that only applies to a Zov and not to a dead body. this is an example of a stringency that applies to a Zov more than a dead human body, and there are also stringencies that apply to a dead body that do not apply to a Zov. But first, the Mishnah adds one more stringency that applies to a Zov. A Zov would make any item that is designated for somebody to lie down on or to sit on, if it's underneath the Zov, then it would become Tomei even if it's separated by many different other items in between, if the Zov lies down on something which is above that, even if it's separated by lots of different items, that which is directly below the Zov becomes Tome, the Vayatomas Midras, and it becomes Tome to such a degree that it's an Avhatoma. It has this primary level of impurity, such that Latame Odom or Latame If somebody ends up touching or they support their weight on the Bed that is now an avatuma, that person will become Tomme and his clothes become Tommy together with him. On the other hand, if there is a dead body, and assuming the dead body is not in the same room as another item, if it's in the same room, or it's directly above or below without any proper partitions separating the item and the dead body, so then the item would become Tomé. However, in a case where, for example, let's say there's a, st- a two-story building, and there's a dead body in the upper story on the floor. And in the lower story, there are things stacked up all the way to the ceiling. And the ceiling of the lower story, which is the floor of the upper story, is pretty weak. And it emerges that the dead body that's in the upper story, its weight is actually leaning down on the stack of items that's in the lower story. In an equivalent case of a Zov, if imagine if you imagine the dead body is not a dead body, but it's a Zov, All of the items that are stacked up there will become Tome because the Zov's weight is being supported by them. However, with regards to a dead body, the items would not become Tome in that case. Since the dead body is not touching them, the only other way that an item can become Tome from a dead body is via Tomas Oihel. If it's in the same room, or it's directly above or below without any proper partition separating them. But over here, that it's considered to be a different story, so there's no Tomas Eihel. And since the dead body is not touching the things that are underneath it, even though its weight is being supported by those items, they will not become Tomei. The last stringency that the Mishnah lists that applies to a Zov and not to a dead body is something called the El Yoynoishel Zov, something that is high up on top of a Zov, if there are lots of things stacked up, one on top of each other, and they're being held by a Zov. The law in such a case is that anything that is on top of the Zov being carried by the Zov, even if it's separated by lots of other things, it will receive a low level of impurity. It will become a such that it has the ability to make food and drink tome, a tumor can't make other objects or people tome, but it can make food and drink tome. And once again, Masha Ena Mesmatame, this does not apply to a dead body. This would be if there's a dead body, let's say, in the lower story, and there are things that are in the upper story but they are directly on top of the dead body, the items will not become tomai in that case. Now, the Mishneh Enzav, ba Meis, stringencies that exist with a dead human body that do not exist for a Zav. Firstly, Chomimba Meis, a dead human body transfers its impurity via Tomas Oihel. Tomas Oihel takes on one of three forms. Either there's an item in the same room, underneath the same roof as the dead body, or the item itself forms a roof on top of the dead body, which essentially just means it's directly above the dead body. Or the opposite is that it's directly underneath the dead body. And without any contact whatsoever, it would become Tome. As well as that, to masshiva, that which becomes Tome from the dead body becomes Tome for seven days. And there's a much more extensive purification process involved. Whereas, Masheina Zov Metame, this does not apply to the impurity that comes from a Zov. If something becomes something from a Zov, all that needs to be done is just to go to the mikveh for it to be submerged fully in a body of natural water. And that's essentially all that needs to be done for the item or the person to become pure. If the Zov was sitting on top of a bed and there were four cloaks, four items of clothing underneath each of the four legs of the bed... The items of clothing are considered to be very much secondary to the actual legs of the bed. And the Mishnah says that Tomeis, they are all Tomei via Tumas Midras. Each of the four become Tomeis and al Shalosh Because the bed is not able to stand just with three legs, which means that all four of them are necessary to hold up the bed. And in a case where multiple items are necessary to hold up the Zov... Even though none of them are holding the majority of the weight of the Zov, since they are all needed, and that job can't really be done without all of the different pieces, in this case all of the different legs and the clothing which is underneath them, so they would all combine, we look at it all together, and together they are holding up the Zov, and so they would become Tommy. Because the bed is not able to hold to stand up just on three legs, which means that each of them is necessary. Shimon On the other hand, Rabbi Shimon rules that they remain pure. Since at the end of the day, it's not each one full holding up the majority of the weight of the Zolv, and we do look at them as being separate. According to Ruby Shimon, when two different things, that each of them by themselves are not able to fulfill a particular task, and together they can, we do not associate the entire task to each of them, but rather it's as if they each did half, and therefore it's not enough for... To be, a, to be transferred onto each of those items. mission if the Zav was riding on the back of an animal, and there are four items of clothing underneath each of the four legs of this animal. In this case, all of the items of clothing are pure, they remain pure, because an animal is able to stand just on three legs. Which means that one of the legs, and by extension, the part of the, the, the clothes which are secondary to the legs, is not needed in order to hold up the animal and the zov that's on the animal. And that actually means that none of the items of clothing become tome because each of them we're able to look at as being that extra one that is not necessary. As the mission explains, because the animal is able to stand on three legs. If there was one item of clothing, one cloak underneath the two front legs of the animal or underneath the two back legs, tachaziyad varegel, or the item of clothing was stretched underneath one of the front legs and one of the back legs. Since the animal is not able to stand just on two legs, that means that at least one of the two legs that are on this item of clothing are necessary and therefore Tomea, the item of clothing becomes tome because at least one of the two legs that are on it are needed. Rebiyaisi and Rebiosi says, "Hassus, a horse, matami Baraglov, would make clothes that are underneath its two back legs, Tomei, even if it's a separate item of clothing that's underneath each of the legs. In general, this is not true, because since not both of those legs are needed, we're able to view each of them as the one that is not necessary. But Rebace understands that since the majority of the weight of the horse rests on its back legs, the back legs of a horse are very strong because it's used for riding on and it can run very fast, and the majority of the horse's weight rests on the back legs, and we consider it to be that both of the back legs are necessary. And that the weight is primarily resting on the two back legs, so we always look at it as, as if the horse is being supported by the back legs. So therefore, the items of clothing underneath it would become Tomei. And Vach for a donkey, its two front legs are where the majority of the weight of the donkey rests. And also, we always consider the donkey to be supported by its two front legs. As the Mishnah explains to because a horse is supported by its two back legs, Yodov, and a donkey is always considered to be supported by its two front legs. The Mishnah ends off, Yoshev al-Kuras habad. If Azov sits on a heavy beam that is used in the olive press to apply weight to the olives that have already been crushed in order to get rid of the last remaining oil and to squeeze that out, Kelim Shibo Ekel, utensils that are in that container of the olives, underneath the beam, even underneath the part of the beam where the Zov is not sitting, the whole beam as one is still being weighed down by the Zov, and even utensils that are underneath a different part of the beam, Tomeim would become tummy with Tomas Midras, of course, as long as it is an item that Tomas Midras applies to. On the other hand, Mach Mishal Koyves if the Zov sits on a beam that is used by people who dry clean clothes and then press them as a equivalent of modern day ironing, Kalim Shetartov's utensils that are underneath the part of the beam where the Zov is not actually sitting to hurry and they remain pure because the Zov's weight only really helps to weigh down on the part of the beam that he is sitting Rebbe Nechemyah, Matami says that even the utensils underneath the other part of the beam would become Tomei, because the Zov's weight does slightly press down on the other half of the beam as well. Perik Aleph, this final peric of the Masechta, talks about general rules that apply to the transfer of impurity. And the first one that is discussed in this Mishnah is Tumabu Chiburin. Sh'ma bechiburin literally means Tumar via that which is connected. And this is the concept that if somebody is touching a Zov, the Zov himself is an Av and somebody who touches the Zov becomes a Rishel However, as long as the person is still in contact with the Zov, it's as if the Tumor of the Zov spreads over the person, and we view it as if the person's tumor is also like that of the Zov. So if the person is still touching the Zov and at the same time he touches a different item, then that item will become a Rishon tumor as if it had touched the Zov himself. And a Zov, one who is touching a Zov, a Shazovna or the Zov is touching him. This is essentially a totally identical case. Hamesita Zov, if somebody causes a Zov to move, or he carries the Zov a Shazov mesitai, or the Zov moves him, even without touching him. This is another form of transfer of the impurity from the Zov onwards. The person who has just become Tomei, if he touches food or drink or objects whilst he's still in contact with the Zov, then they become Tomei as a Rishon Le Tomah, but if he's just carrying those items without touching them... Then this concept of tumah bechiburin would not apply. Klal Amrbi Yeshua defined it as a as a rule. Kolam any type of impurity that would make not only the person who comes into contact with it Tomei, but also the person's clothes would become Tomei. An example of such a impurity would be the impurity of a zov or a zova or even that which a Zov laid his weight on and became Tomei via Tomas Midras. There are a number of examples like this of something that is an Avatuma, and it would make not only the person who touches it Tomei, but even the person's clothes Tomei, also as a Rishonatuma, even though the clothes didn't directly touch the Zov himself. So anything like that, it would make food and drink a rishonatuma as well as objects that are able to be purified in a mikvah, We'll see in a moment that it's learned from Pesukin that specifically objects that are able to be purified in a mikveh become tome as a the tuma via this concept of tuma bechiburin as long as the person is still attached to the zov. Now, if the person touches another person's hands at the same time, so the truth is, mida'oi according to the Torah, the concept of tuma bechiburin only applies to items or food that the person is touching at the same time as he's touching the zov but it does not apply to another person that the, that the person is touching. Nevertheless, if he is touching another person's hands, then with Rabbonon, the hands become tomei as lios shnios, on the level of a sheini le This is a Rabbinic stringency that applies in certain scenarios, that one's hands alone would become tomei with a relatively low level of impurity, a sheini But the Mishnah notes, as we said, that tamil o'dam lo'i would not apply to a person or to earthenware objects that the person who is touching the Zov touches. Earthenware items cannot be purified in a mikvah, and it's learned from Pesukin that doesn't apply to such items. Once the person separates from the source of his impurity. For example, he's no longer touching the Zov. So he himself is certainly Tommy, but he's Tommy has a Rishon tumah, and just like any Rishon is tchila. if he touches another liquid, then Midriya Bonon, the liquid, becomes a Rishon tumah on the same level as the person himself. This is up in Extringency. In general, the tumah should go down a level, but Midriya Bonon, the liquid, will be considered a Rishon the reason is not needed for this Mishnah at the moment. And if the person touches food or another person's hands, then they become a just like anything that touches a And if the person touched clothes or any other utensils, they would not become because utensils can only become if they have contact with a but not if they have contact just with a